Welcome back to the video, guys. Let's get pretty much straight into it. Thank you for tuning in. If you get any value from this, guys, please leave a comment below, share your thoughts, subscribe as always, and uh, I appreciate you guys joining me today. It's literally New Year's Eve where I am right now, so happy New Year's for whenever you listen to this video, but I hope you had an incredible 2021 and I hope you have an incredible 2022. We're going through toxic signs in men, red flags, and yes, some will show up for women as well. I'm speaking mainly from my perspective as a man growing up, seeing this with friends, family, uh, obviously being in a relationship now, being able to reflect on myself a little bit more and uh, see that I, I've literally demonstrated a lot of these in my life growing up. So I just want to share this for a reason to bring some awareness to people, uh, maybe hold some people accountable and maybe give some tools of how you can actually deal with them. So there's obviously hundreds out there. I've got 24 that we're going to go through today, but there's hundreds out there. But again, I just want to bring some consciousness to it, hopefully give you a tip or two and uh, maybe uh, wake some people up and uh, actually hold people accountable, which is probably the, the biggest thing I'd like to get out of this video today. So guys, sit back, enjoy, have a pen and paper if you'd like to follow through. So um, again, toxic signs or red flags that uh, that you'd want to be conscious of and look out for when dating men. Or and again, you can substitute men for women because uh, women do do some of these as well. Uh, but we're going to focus on men generally for this video, okay? Um, let's go through it. So, there's 24 that we're going to go through. So, uh, I don't even know where to start. Let's, start. let's start from here. So, first one I'm going to start with is how they treat others. If, if your partner or your man treats other people poorly, that's showing and, and revealing how that person actually feels about themselves because you only treat others or the way that you treat others, excuse me, is a reflection of you. So if you're treating someone poorly, negatively, with anger, with frustration, that's coming from within you. So just be aware of that. So be conscious of how they treat people in public, how they treat like the person at a restaurant, how they how they treat uh, people in traffic. How does how does your partner or the person you're dating or the person you're potentially going to date? How do they treat others? Because how they treat them is a reflection of them. So just be totally aware of that. Uh, Secondly, silent treatment. So I'm guilty of this. Even if you ask Georgia when we first started dating uh, or started seeing each other, is uh, is the silent treatment that was actually something that I did. I, I learned that growing up. I obviously saw that modeled from my parents and that's something that I picked up. But by the silent treatment, in essence, is actually saying that you haven't got the courage or the, the uh, bravery or the the ability to confront your problems and you're just putting a silent treatment on and just keeping it all to yourself and and prolonging that healing period because everyone's going to have swings up and down that's life you're going to have positives and negatives you're going to have peaks and troughs you're going to have you're going to have that but if you have the attitude that's like I'm just not going you piss me off and you you irritated me I'm just not going to talk to you it's just delaying that healing process or the balancing out of that equation. So it's going to just, instead of having a having a tough conversation, which might take 20 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour, depending how long the chat goes for, that could go out for days, weeks or months, depending on the person's personality type. And again, I'm guilty of this one, so I can speak very much from experience. So now, now whenever a problem pops up, we have that conversation straight away. We have that open, transparent, open conversation. So if you've seen this treatment in your, in your partner or you're starting to see those signs, 
hold them accountable. The thing with all these guys, a lot of these, if you don't tolerate it, it won't show up. Because something that I'll just add on to this video, I should start at the start from this, is that you get in life what you tolerate. If you tolerate any of these traits or characteristics or behaviors, then you're always going to get it because you get in life what you tolerate. If soon, It's like if someone acts out really poorly and you immediately put your foot down and you immediately stop them and say, look, I don't tolerate that in my life. If you do that again, we're over type of thing. Or if you do that again, I won't allow it. That person learns straight away. They're like, oh, holy shit, that's their boundary. That's what that, that's, I, I can't do that. So, and then over time, they'll stop doing it. So with all these guys, it just comes down to holding your partner accountable, okay? So uh, I hope that made sense. Let's move on. Um, so manipulating situations to make you look like the victim. Sorry, I'll, I'll word that again for you. Manipulating situations to make them look like the victim. So for example, say, and I'm guilty of this too. This is, um, I'm speaking from experience because I'm definitely guilty of this. Say for example, I do something that was uh, unconsciously mean or rude or disrespectful or or whatever happened and it upsetted my partner. So it upsetted, uh, it, it hurt my partner. Instead of me taking full responsibility, say, look, I totally apologize. That is my fault. I hope it's okay. I'll work on this. I'll improve from this. It's, it's spinning that conversation around and saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so shit. I'm the worst person. Oh my God. I'm just such a shit person. I'm such a terrible person. But I, 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 you, you don't deserve. I should, I shouldn't be with you. I don't deserve you. And they make them look like the victim. So you get like pity, and you get like a bit of like sympathy from that. So, and I'm, I'm extremely guilty of that one as well. So it's just being conscious of it. It's like there's a difference between taking responsibility and taking it on the chin and learning from your mistake, and and the other side of turning that into you look. I'm a victim. It's oh, poor me, or oh, woe is me, etc. So just make sure you're aware of that. And again, just hold them accountable. Don't let them do that. Um, another one is not letting your partner speak. So it's like saying an argument, or not even that, just in general, just being able to listen. I see this so many times, and it comes from generations of growing up in this society that we, we live in. It's like, like some men generally don't value women's opinions. And again, I've grown up, experiencing this firsthand, doing this firsthand as well. So being able to create that space where you encourage and allow your partner to speak, share their mind, ask them, what are your thoughts on this situation? What do you think about this? What does this mean to you? What does that look like to you? And learn to ask those quality questions. Obviously make the environment safe for them to open up because maybe your partner's grown up where they've been conditioned that women don't speak up, women should bite their tongue, women don't their, their opinion isn't valid, which isn't true. But because of the society and the conditioning that a lot of young women and a lot of young men go, grow up in is that men are superior and women's opinions don't matter, which is a load of shit. It's so we need to be conscious of that and we need to be able to create that space to allow your woman to speak up, to share her thoughts and to stand up for herself. And, um, and that, that goes both ways. That's obviously for the woman to be able to step into her power and work on herself and work on her self-worth and all that stuff, but also from the man to create that space and to hold and and to allow your woman to to step into her 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 leadership, into her strength, into her power. So it's a it's a it goes both ways with that situation. Um let's let's continue. Uh slut shaming. This is a huge one. This and I 
I keep saying I've experienced this. Guys, I've ex- honestly, pretty much every single one of these I've experienced or I've actually done myself. So this is really big in school and I'm, I'm sure most people can relate to this. It's like when you're in school and a, a guy sleeps with a lot of girls. He's the man, he is the king, he's the popular guy of the school. He gets all the ladies, he gets laid all the time, etc., etc. But then when a lady does that or a female or a woman does that, she gets slut shame. She gets labeled the, the the school bike and she gets labeled like she's easy to get with she's got no respect she's got no low standards like where does that double standard come from it obviously comes from generations and generations of religion and social expectations and other so many things that go into it but if your man is doing that that means he's got judgment in him of women he believes in that construct and he believes in that framework so that's obviously a concern. You want to obviously when that when that person does that, like I'm really guilty and George has helped me a lot with this is like when I use the word bitch or I use the word, that's probably my go-to word that I've, I used to, I used it a lot as a, as a kid growing up as a, or oh, that bitch or let's like just using it in a derogatory way in a really insulting way. Just being conscious again, being held accountable, being conscious of it, holding them up because it is it, it does take time. I'm not saying I've been able to improve on these overnight. Sometimes it takes months to get better at this stuff, if not years. But as long as you can see that your partner is consciously putting in some effort to improve on that, then that's the most important part. It's like you can't just expect someone who's gone through 20 years of conditioning or traumas or experiences to just change overnight. It's give them the time, give them the space, hold them accountable continue to hold them accountable. As long as you're seeing the effort and then obviously over time, the progression, that's what you're looking for. So if your partner is slut shaming anyone, it's like that includes doing OnlyFans, that includes doing showing off their body in on social media. If your partner is doing that, that means he or she has suppressed judgment on others, which might've come from their parents or their upbringing or their religion or wherever it's coming from. That is, is a concern. It's because they're putting their judgment of others or sorry, their judgment within themselves onto others. So again, it's just a red flag that you want to look out for. Uh, big one, this one, I definitely experienced. Addiction to porn. Really addicted because it, it, it means that they're addicted to a sensation that's external of their body. That's It's like drugs. It's like drugs. It's like, why do people get so addicted to, to, to illegal drugs or any form of drugs? Because it gives them that stimulus and that emotional high that is artificial to a degree, it's external, it's not intrinsic pleasure. It's like the difference between like say ecstasy and pleasure or being whole versus being uh, stimulated. It's, it's needing external stimulus to feel happy, to feel excited, to feel satisfaction or to feel ecstasy. And it is a concern. No, not that you can't watch porn at all, but I'm talking excessive. And I'm coming from a perspective where I used to watch it multiple times a day, especially young when you first get exposed to it. And I, I got exposed to it when I was like 14, 15 years old. So it's like when you get exposed that young and you get conditioned through it, it, it is definitely something that's probably been what out of this whole list, that's probably the hardest one for me that I've been working through. So just be, again, aware of it, but bring it up talk to your partner through it, bring it to their attention. Say, hey, look, are you aware of that? Are you aware of the downsides of that? Do you know how that's going to affect you in the bedroom? Do you know how that's going to affect you with your energy levels? Like it's just, 
like I'm probably going uh, too in detail here now, but it's like when I was in that really bad habit, it would take away my creative energy to do other things, to do work, to do a podcast right now. Like if I was to go jump on and watch some porn and, and do the deed, it's like I wouldn't have that creative energy to come do this and do and live my purpose and do what I love. So yes, you might get the short, short fix of that emotional high, but it actually takes away from so many different areas of your life. So again, just something to be aware of and something to bring up with your partner. Um, this is this is a big one. Not caring about a woman's pleasure, about the woman's pleasure in the bedroom. I was literally, I had, a, I had a person reach out to me on social probably uh, three or four days ago and they sent me a huge paragraph speaking about this and it's like my partner, he just doesn't care. Like he'll jump in, we'll, we'll have sex together, he'll finish straight away and then he doesn't care about me having that satisfaction for me. And she said, she's brought it up to him. She said, look, we've had that discussion and he says he's going to put in more effort and he's going to and he does for like a week or two and then he stops. So a huge concern is if your partner does not fucking genuinely care about your pleasure, if your partner does not care about you being satisfied and you having that area of your life fulfilled, then there's there's some underlying issues there. They they they're selfish, and every, again, everyone's selfish in some way area of their life. I'm selfish in some areas of my life, but if your partner fundamentally does not care about your pleasure and fundamentally does not give a shit about you being satisfied in the bedroom, that's a huge concern. And then, what? No matter what happens, you always find ways to meet and satisfy those areas in life. So if you're not getting that pleasure and satisfaction from your intimate partner you're going to start to look for ways to find it elsewhere, whether that's the intellectual connection with other people and the flirting with other people, which might lead to cheating, which might lead to affairs, which might lead to breaking up. It might lead to asking for hall passes with your partner. There's gonna, If you're not having that need met, you will find a way to have it met somewhere else. So just be, again, a really big one and that requires a lot of con- communication and a lot of work through it. But uh, I literally had this conversation with someone the other week. So I thought I'd put it on this list. Um, being insecure about women's success. Again, another one I've experienced. It's like, I, I'm so guilty. I've got my hand in the air for this is when you see a woman succeeding is that I would instantly find ways to bring them down or not respect them or not look up to them or not listen to their advice because of just internal judgment that I had growing up about women and their success and their mindset. So when you can, if you're, noticing that your man doesn't celebrate or look up to or be proud of seeing women succeed in any area. I'm talking business, the arts, singing, dancing, I don't know, relationship, I don't know, any area, sports, anything. If they're not happy in celebrating women succeeding, again, there's internal judgment that they have over over women and and the and the hierarchy of of men over women. So just something to really be conscious of and bring to their attention. Uh, gambling, excessive gambling. It's like if you're needing to do that, they're they're not fulfilled. It, it goes down to it. It's similar to the porn addiction. Is it's they're needing that external stimulus to satisfy them. If you're needing that, that means you're missing something within you. Because if you're whole whole in turn spiritually speaking satisfaction oneness and loving who you are you don't need stimulus you don't need drugs you don't need porn you don't need gambling you don't need that emotional fix to fill you up because you're already full so if your partner is excessively gambling then 
definitely something to uh to to bring up. I'm I'll speed up through these because we've already been going for about 16 minutes. So I'll speed up with a few one of these. Bragging about fighting. This is uh this is definitely concerning. If your partner is bragging about getting into fights, causing problems, all that stuff, there's a lot of uh, internal work that needs to go on there. So that's a huge red flag. So something that you want to be super conscious of. And as soon as it shows up, you hold them accountable and you have that open discussion with them. Okay. Uh, excessive video gaming and this is coming from a video gamer myself i love video games it's one of my fixes actually it was an emotional escape from the pain when i was a kid when i was growing up i had i've got vivid memories of my family and parents arguing yelling at each other and my escape from that pain was video games because it was stimulating and it made me feel good and it gave me that emotional fix so again there's nothing wrong with playing it and having that in your life but be aware of the excessive amount of it. Just like we spoke about the gambling and the porn addiction, if you're needing that external stimulus, that's a sign that they're not fulfilled within and they're using external factors like porn, like gambling, like video games to stimulate them, to give them that emotional fix and it's actually distracting them from working on the problem that's causing that. So be super, super hyper aware of that, okay? Uh don't uh another red flag is not showing emotion being this is very conditioned with men as a whole and different uh, i guess um religions and societies and cultures as men need to quote be strong and being showing emotion is weak etc etc so this one can be quite hard to work on depending on i guess the culture that your uh, your partner's grown up through uh but it's definitely all of these can be worked on. That's a beautiful thing. The beautiful thing about everything I've just I've mentioned, I'm, I'm going to mention, is that all of them can be improved on if they're willing to put in the work. And I guess that's the key factor with all these. If they're not willing to put in the work, then that's probably a sign that you might have to make the decision to break up with your partner and leave them um, because all of these can be worked on. But just not being able to show their emotion and share what's on their mind, I'm still guilty of not sharing what's on my mind with my partner. I get better at every single day and every single week. I think we're getting to a really good level recently where I do share my thoughts more and it's like when something happens in my business life or in my personal life that doesn't involve her, I will bring it to her because I know she, she's interested. I know she cares and I know, and the more we, we literally spoke about this last night, is because recently I've been telling her more about what's going on in my business life when we had a discussion about we're kind of planning next year because it is New Year's today and we're planning next year and she, we were talking about going on a holiday together and then I was like, look, because now you're super aware of the business situation, you're aware of the time frame that I'm dealing with and the situation I'm dealing with. So this is why I would like to do this later. So she, just by over communicating to a degree or just filling them in and letting them know how what's going on, how that's making you feel, etc. There's more two-way communication so you can actually both have transparency and visibility over each other's life so you can be more understanding you can be more catering for each other which is pretty awesome so um, i'm actually a big fan of one um this is probably my biggest one this is one of the non-negotiables that i have in a relationship i would never ever date anyone if they did not have this trait within them that sounds selfish but you'll understand why it is that if they're not constantly prepared to grow because if you are not growing, you are dying. And that applies to business, that applies to relationship, that applies to your finances, that applies to your health. It applies to everything. So if everyone's got insecurities, everyone's got traumas, everyone's got limiting beliefs. And if you're with a partner who's not growing and you are because you want your life to get better, you want your finances to get better, you want your business to get better, you want your relationship to get better, and you start to grow and they don't, that will create 
a gap and that will show up with your level of connection. That will show up in your level of intimacy. That will show up in your level of communication. So if they're not constantly working on their own personal growth and that can look like anything, that might be meditation, that might be journaling, that might be doing books, that might be doing courses, that might be getting a mentor, that might be getting around social circles more, that might be, who knows? As long as they're consciously working to grow and develop in any area that's important to them, your relationship will get better because you've heard this before. If you want your life to get better, you need to get better. You need to work on you, work on your limiting beliefs, work on your limitations, work on your insecurities, work on the parts that you haven't healed from. Learn more tools, learn more skills, communication, sales, etc. Get better. As you get better, your relationship gets better. So that was legitimately a conversation I had with Georgia before we started dating. I said, Georgia, I'm huge into my own personal growth and my concern is if you're not at least working on yourself to a fundamental level, and I think I said something like, you don't have to be Tony Robbins by any means, but if you're not working on your own personal growth and I'm continuing to grow, I will outgrow you and we will not be able to keep up an intellectual relationship and that will ruin this relationship. So I was really upfront about that and I would highly suggest that all these red flags that you were learning and talking about today, you're either upfront about that if you can feel that's a concern and pre-frame your partner about that or your potential partner that you're dating and um, and yeah, and just be upfront about it because if you don't, it's gonna come back, it's gonna show up later. So that's one of my favorite ones. Um, being homophobic, that's a huge one and I've got family members who are gay. They've got, um, they're actually married, which is awesome. Uh, a uh, uncle of mine in New Zealand, um, he's he's married to a man, which is amazing, and I, I love that. So I've grown up in a, I guess, a healthy-ish way of that. I'm super guilty of like using the word gay in a negative way, like especially growing up in school in a um, in a uh, football environment. I, I grew up in a sporting environment, and people would like call people gay in a derogatory way, and I like it's a negative thing. So I'm guilty of still using that. I've definitely used that before. Oh, fuck, that's gay. You're so, you're, you're, that's, and I'll use it as a negative word. So I'm still super guilty of doing it this in my past, but I've come from the other side where I'm actually very pro for it, um, but it's still definitely shown up. But if, again, if someone is using those, that, that language and that, that attitude, that signals that it's coming from something deeper. So just something to be aware of. I said I was going to speed up, but I haven't really sped up. I'll speed up a little bit more. So it doesn't respect boundaries. So if someone's got boundaries and everyone does and they're not respecting them consistently, it's a, it's a sign that they don't actually respect you and your boundaries. So obviously something you want to bring up. Um, being insecure around having male friends is huge. If your partner is insecure about you having male friends, that you've already previously had, or even if you just want to have more male friends, that says that there's a lack of trust and there's a lack of respect and there's probably some insecurities that that's stemming from. Maybe they've been cheating on before. Maybe they've uh, maybe some anxiety around something. Who knows? But it's definitely a red flag that you want to take care of. So bring it up. Talk to them. Hey, babe, I want to be honest. I Every time I want to hang out with my male friends, it doesn't sit well with you. Where's that coming from? I want to know because honestly, it's affecting it because I do have male friends and I plan to have male friends long term. If you're not okay with it, this is probably going to affect this relationship. So let's open this up. Let's have the chat. So definitely something to be aware of. Uh, this is huge. Being secretive around your phone. 
or social media. It's like if they don't let you have the password to your phone or they like Georgia and me are signed into each other's Instagram. So it's like we can sign into it and that's not for a, I want to keep an eye on what you're doing. I don't want to be creepy over it. Like sometimes we do it because we help each other on each other's social. It's like, hey babe, this person sent this. How would you reply to that? Or why would you do this? Or hey Georgia, this person just sent me a message about catching up on the weekend. What do you think of it? So instead of me having to read the conversation back out to her, I say, hey babe, just jump on my Instagram and have a read yourself. Why? Because we don't have anything to hide. And if they're being secretive around their phone, their social media, etc., there's they're probably hiding something. Because if there's not absolute transparency, extreme transparency within your relationship, you're gonna come up with problems. It's gonna cause insecurity, it's gonna cause anxiety, it's gonna cause overthinking. So extreme extreme transparency is absolutely key here. So make sure you're super aware of that. Uh, talking negatively about their ex-partners, that's a huge one because if that's how they're speaking about their exes, like saying, she's a bitch, she fucking is insane, I fucking hate her, I hope she dies, she deserves to rot in hell, etc., etc. That's showing a lot. That's, that's, again, from one of the other ones about judging others, I think we spoke about, or um, how they treat others, that's showing that that's coming from them. That's hurt and pain within them that they're putting on to others. So make sure that you are super aware of that, okay? So if they're speaking poorly about their exes, that's something that you want to bring up straight away. Uh, gossiping about others, I guess, same deal. Remember, if you're, they're gossiping, that's a reflection of them. So I, one of the things I don't tolerate in my life is gossip. If gossip shows up, I cut that shit off straight away. I don't tolerate that in my life at all. Um, not looking after their finances, not look being financially sound. And then people say, oh, I don't like money. I'm not just good with money. Well, the reality is we live in a world where money is important, where money pays bills. Okay, it's like money isn't important. Give away all your money and never have any money to eat or sleep or pay for rent. So if they're not responsible to a fundamental level, I'm not saying you have to date millionaires, but if they're not fundamentally sound with their money, putting money away for a rainy day, having a security bucket, putting that money away for investments or whatever it is that their goal is for a house deposit, whatever their goals are. If they're not fundamentally good with their money, they're wasting it. Again, external stimulus, that's showing there's parts of them that they haven't worked on yet. So be aware of that. Uh, controlling what they're, just controlling their partner. This is the last one. Just controlling their partner as a whole, whether that's controlling what they wear. Oh, you're not allowed to wear that out in public or controlling what they post or controlling where they go or controlling any aspect of it. You as a partner, it is not your job and it's not your responsibility. It's not your right to control your partner. And again, other religions teach the opposite of this. So it's quite difficult, especially if you're coming, you're with someone who comes from that type of religion, that culture. Definitely difficult, but not by all means, it's not, not impossible to work around. It just requires you having those standards and those expectations for yourself and not letting them cross that fucking boundary, not letting them walk all over you, not letting them control you. Put your foot down, hold them accountable, be transparent with them. Because if you don't, if you whatever you, whatever you tolerate, you'll continue to get. So you make sure you're super clear on your boundaries, what you stand for, who you are, and hold them accountable about it. That's it for today. That was only 24, maybe 23. I think <clears throat> I, uh, I had a double up in there as I was reading them. But those are just some of them. There's obviously hundreds out there. I hope you got some value from it. If you did, send it to a friend, send it to someone, comment below. I'd love to hear your thoughts. What was your favorite one? Whatever your favorite one was, drop it in the comments below. Follow, subscribe for more. I appreciate you guys joining me. Happy New Year. Have an incredible 2022. Thank you for supporting me in my content and my journey. Have a great year. I appreciate you all. 
and I'll see you guys on the next video.